Welcome to Cape and Ray Hall, nestled in the beautiful landscapes between England's national parks. As a Bible school, we offer short-term courses aimed at fostering your spiritual growth and living in a community. Our historic manor house has something for everyone. You can enjoy indoor and outdoor adventures, connect with students from around the world, and learn how to deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. Search Cape and Ray England for more information. Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to The Leadership File, your weekly show inspiring you to lead for Christ wherever you are. I'm Andy Peck, your host, thanking you for joining us. And whether you're listening live or one of the many thousands who listen via the podcast, it's great to have you along. If you're new to the show, a reminder the show is available on demand via premierradio.com or via iTunes or Podbean. And of course, my aim with the shows is to provide knowledge, skills and attitudes for a Christian to lead so that God's work is advanced. So um, do continue to join us and God helping us, we will flourish in his ways. Uh, from time to time, we feature brand new projects on the Leadership File because the genesis of such projects are such an inspiration to us all. And I'm especially delighted that we're featuring a ministry that's based on the Isle of Wight, where I was born and grew up. It's called Lionheart, and its main focus is an annual Christian festival uh, due to be held between New Newport and Cowes on the 4th and 5th of July 2020 at the uh, county showground there. So to explain how a dream was birthed and became a reality, I'm joined by one of the creators, uh, Joe Shermer, uh, who's described as the visionary on the Lionheart uh, website. So, Joe, welcome to the Leadership File. Yeah, thank you. Your own sp spiritual journey, first of all, Joe. Yeah, so I come from a family um, of Christians. Uh, not all, but most. Um, I have a great family, a uh, hardworking family, um, a very loving family, a supportive family. And I was brought up in a church on the Isle of Wight called Castlehold, um, uh, where I got involved quite early on um, musically. I loved uh, playing drums. I loved um, uh, playing guitar. And um, that kind of got more passionate as I went to uh, Soul Survivor. Um, and I was really kind of, um, yeah, I, I just love seeking God. and I love seeing him move. Um, yeah, so my whole journey kind of started on terms of uh, leading worship and um, and getting to know God as as a personal relationship. Um, but I, I got heavily involved at Carter Hold, leading worship, playing drums, playing piano, um, and also even at school I started a um, worship band and led that for eight years. Um, we started doing events across the island. Uh, worship events. Um, um, I think our last numbers we got about 120, uh, which was a great one, my last year of uh, A-levels. And uh, it was amazing seeing how God uh, impacted the young, impacted the uh, young people coming to the school. Um, and and I was always really encouraged by um, Youth of Christ in the Isle of Wight, uh, my youth worker at that time, um, and my whole journey has been kind of leading a lot to where I am now. Um, I dreamt of leading worship as almost a living, but first of foremost, it's what I long to do. I, uh, it's what I yearn to do. Um, 
But I, I, I moved from Carter Hall to Truvine, uh, where I met a friend and we started songwriting, um, and it's called All Hours. Um, and basically, the songs talk of our story of illnesses and our mental health. And then, basically, I went to uni in Cardiff, and at the end of it, um, I started looking for jobs, and my dream job was uh, really to lead worship um, and work at church. And in about three months, I contacted some churches, and one of them got back from City Life Church, Portsmouth, uh, Daniel Harmon, uh, made contact with me after receiving my email. And um, yeah, God really led me to CLC. Uh, uh, in the previous year, he'd come and uh, talked at Truvine. And then a few months before I sent the emails, the youth pastor uh, called Mark Hayward came and, um, uh, and, and talked at the uh, youth event I was leading worship at. So when they received my email, um, Mark already had a gist of who I was. So, um, yeah, and then started a three-week process, and uh, I got offered a job uh, last about this time last year. That's fabulous, and of course, it helps that for those who know the geography, that Portsmouth and <coughs> is is close closest to the Isle of Wight, uh, just a ferry ride away or a catamaran away. Um, yeah. So it's kind of handy, given given how the Lord's also led in terms of of Lionheart. So how did Lionheart come about? How does this ministry start? Yeah, so it started about a year and a half ago, maybe two years now. Um, I think for a lot of people on the island, um, there has been this kind of dream. Um, I mean, I remember my last year of the youth band at school. I tried to get one or two bands over. I was really, like, uh, making contact. and I just wanted to... Um, I, I think I even had the school's blessing in that as well and, uh, in terms of planning. Uh, but basically, it happened when me and Ruben were on a ferry over to Brighton to record our four songs. And, and basically, there was rumours of a small group trying to start something. Um, and in the end, that group never came to anything. Uh, but I, I straight away got on and thought, well, why not? Um, but I knew as, as, um, as my families are builders, um, I know the value of land. <laughs> and land is hard to come by, and that's always the first obstacle for obviously a big event. Um, so I started praying into it, and about a few days later, I met up with a friend um, whose dad actually was a part of a um, charity or committee who uh, basically runs um, the county showground. Um, I, think, I think he owns it. And um, so I basically said you should get in contact so I made contact and about a week later I had a meeting with the guy and I, I remember praying to God saying God I'm, I'm busy I'm getting married in the summer I've, I've got my um, you know, I've got, uh, um, uni work I've got, I've got loads God it's, it's crazy and um, so I said God like, we need a clear sign and I went in and pretty much almost straight away um, uh, he said basically you've come at a perfect time uh, what to me was my alarm bells ringing and thinking, wow, thank you, God. Um, he offered a great price. He offered, um, you know, the whole, they, they've been brilliant in how they supported us um, and, and just given us things that, that we've, you know, not known or needed to know for the future. Uh, so that was the real start of it. And then uh, a team started to form uh, quite quickly in the space of about a month. Um, I think, kind of, if I started a group chat or I just kind of, there was something where people caught on. We arranged a meeting. Um, um, and basically, a real core team came along. So um, a lady called Laura Smith, 
uh, who's an absolutely brilliant worker, um, worked a lot with Park Life on the Isle of Wight, um, and, and she's brilliant. Uh, she's our project manager. And then we have Ian Woodfield, who's also involved with uh, Park Life, um, and he's been uh, really instrumental, um, and, and especially for the first launch event we had, uh, I worked tire- and, you know, just tirelessly the whole time. Um, and he's basically our site manager. Um, and that kind of makes the real cool team with um, also you as well, who's our head of uh, media. Um, so we, we have other people we work alongside. Um, and we're, we're needing this team to grow as well. So it's a part of the journey we have isn't just about trying to arrange an event. It's trying to make this charity um, long time and, and follow where God's leading us. Yeah. And uh, Joe, you mentioned mental health challenges uh, along the way. I don't know how much you feel able to share uh, about how God brought you through that. Um, yeah, so for me, I went through a year and a half of illness uh, during my last year of A-levels um, because I was doing too much and probably being a bit stupid and not listening to my own advice of resting. Um, I was just, you know, I was having out church, leading worship. I was leading worship at school, running the assemblies, doing A-levels, revision, being a young leader at Scouts. Um, I was just, I was just not looking after myself. And basically, I've always had eczema. And my eczema turned into hives, and it went all over my body, thick, thick, red, um, itchy kind of skin. Every day I would lose all my shred, loads of skin to the flesh. Um, and along with that, I started getting keratoconus in both my eyes, which basically meant I started losing my vision. And I required um, two surgeries to basically um, save as much vision as possible. Um, and I also, during this period, obviously went to uni. So <clears throat> I was doing my first year struggles, but with extra, extra struggles. And I was on 18 drugs a day for about a year with no, with a very suppressed immune system. Um, and, and basically, I got real low. Uh, it wasn't because my life wasn't full of blessing. I, I had amazing things to be thankful for. But my reality was the pain I was in was too much. Um and and actually, you know, what God did was he was with me through it. So that year and a half was probably some of the closest times I've spent with God. Uh, times in my room where I've been crying or pain, you know, in pain, uh, just wanted to be over, or, or days of just like joy and, and, and just God being so present in my life. Um, so it works in different people's lives and and. and and God works a miracle. And I, I think I saw a miracle each day in terms of him pulling me through. Right. You know, it was even the stupid stuff, you know. No, it's fabulous. fabulous. Yeah, well, sad yeah. to hear, but fabulous to hear how God how God came through that. And so there came a mm. point, I guess, when, when that was, you know, you, you felt well again. Yeah, so that was kind of very, I kind of instrumented by God as well, really. Um, I got to my kind of last hope in terms of, what I saw with my last hope with my um, skin specialist, dermatologist, who um, I saw very often um, on the island. And basically, um, I was going to have um, a tanning session, well, not obviously just to get a good tan, but basically to try and kill that layer of skin. And it has worked for people in the past. Um, but as soon as I got in there, my hopes were dashed straight away. Um, as basically, she just said, I can't let you 
do this because you'll have a high chance of getting skin cancer because of the medication you're on and the creams you're on. Um, at that point, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm stuck with this the rest of my life, you know. And at that point, a new dermatologist came past my room. I'd never seen the guy at all. He came in, looked at my results, and basically told me, and he, and he gave me his book, and told me to wait outside. And about five minutes later, he brought me in and said, oh, um, obviously this isn't working for you. Try this. So he, took, he gave me long-term antibiotics, and then he told me each day take less drugs of all the other stuff you've been given. And that was obviously steroids, uh, suppressants, and then all that. And but in the space of two weeks, um, I came off everything. Uh, skin was really good. Like, it had been on drugs before, good. And then I came off my antibiotics, and it maintained. Um, I was able to go in the sea about a week later after that first time in my life without any pain. Um, I went to Croatia with my family. had an amazing family holiday. Uh, I went in chlorine every day, which is like the worst thing for skin. Um, and ever since then, it's, it, it's maintained, oh, that's, that's, uh, which is awesome. No, fabulous to hear. So praise, praise God, Joe. So you're listening mm. to The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by... Joe Shermer, he's the uh, the visionary of a new project called Lionheart, uh, an annual Christian festival to be held on the Isle of Wight. We'll be back just after this. Well, welcome back to Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Joe Shermer. Uh, Joe is the visionary of uh, a new project called Lionheart. Uh, Lionheart is uh, an annual Christian festival to be held uh, on the Isle of Wight on the 4th of 5th of July 2020. We're talking before the break a little bit of the genesis of this, how the the birth of the idea came came to be. So let's look a little bit more in terms of the detail and the leadership challenges that you're facing, Joe, um, with this. Um, not everyone, of course, will have visited what we would call the island. It's, there's only one island. But <laughs> if you know people from the Isle of Wight, they talk oh, about yeah. the island. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, um, it's a beautiful place, uh, diamond-shaped, yeah. uh, roughly 150,000 people there, uh, destination for many holiday-goers uh, in the summer, of course. Mm. But, of course, many on the island are facing big challenges. Uh, and, and that's, I guess, part of your vision is to enable the ministry to 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 reach people who are thus far are far from god yeah well, i mean a part of our heart and a part of our calling as christians is to love on people yeah um and that's what i really feel for lionheart is is to not just be a festival where people come and go that was a great weekend it's got to be more than that it, it i mean it's got to go deeper um and personally i think at the heart of lionheart we really, really want to be family you know, we want people to come along and be a part of a family at Lionheart. You know, for people, you know, band-wise and preachers as well and, and charities connections we want to make, you know, they will become a part of the Lionheart family. Um, but no, there are so many things um, on the other right that are, you know, uh, causing issues or people straying from God. Or I, I, I just see there's so much potential on this little island could have a huge impact. Um, and, and as Lionheart, we're looking not just for the island, but further for the country and the world. How, you know, how is God going to use us? What is his vision? Um, and, and a lot of our journey so far as leaders is, is trying to follow that, is, is trying to um, stay, uh, stay honest to that um, and pursue it, even though things can seem a bit um, hard at times. Um, you know, obviously, when you do your festival, you're talking big finances. Um, I just really feel called for the island to do a big event 
sometimes we can get caught up doing small things, which is really important. Don't get me wrong, but I really feel for a long time uh, that the island has been building to this point. Um, And really, I mean, I have a mega dream of seeing my friends come to Christ, uh, of seeing them at that festival and seeing them hear the word, um, be a part of like to find out what true love actually is. And then actually, you know, after these, you know, events happen, the festivals happen, that the Lionheart is still running daily. How can we bless our community we're in? You know, there's, there's countless ways, but, we, you know, we're really wanting uh, God to show us and to help us explore these different ways. Um, so that's a lot of Lionheart's heart um, and vision and how we want to try and tackle some of the island problems, especially with the youth, um, to give them something to look forward to. Um, I think we have one of the highest teen pregnancy rates on the island in the country. Um, and we have a massive drug issue. Um, and a lot of these people just uh, uh, just need to be shown love. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they need to be shown family. Yes, indeed. Um, and some some will be familiar with the Isle of Wight Festival, which is held in, in June. Mm. Uh, yours is going to be in July. Um, yours will be obviously a smaller event, but what are the kind of things you're going to be... Mm be doing uh, on those two days if if someone wanted to either who's listening from the island itself or perhaps someone who might want to go and visit the island for that weekend yeah yeah so no so the, the Alright Festival is huge and going for a long long time now um, uh, yeah our, our kind of heart is to put on um, to get worship leaders down uh, worship teams down uh, to basically lead us in worship and to get preachers down as well uh, to come and get the word across. We're going to have a theme. A theme is not released yet uh, for this year. Um, but I, I really want to t- like tackle at the heart of problems what churches on the other white face. Um, you know, how, how, how can we better work together? How can we better unify um, to bring, you know, God's goodness to the people of the other white and, and the UK? Um, so you're going to come along, you know, there's camping. There's a small amount of camping to begin with. That is available. We will try and prioritise uh, mainlanders coming. Um, and then with uh, um, Friday evening, we're looking to have people start to arrive. We may have some acoustic worship. Um, and then obviously Saturday with the main big day. And we're going to have, um, obviously, the, uh, some worship leaders come down. Uh, we've got one or two announced already, which is exciting. And we're looking forward to announcing more. Um, and then basically there'll be a few kids' activities as well. Uh, we, we're really passionate with, obviously, with there, there'll be a ticket price. But once you're in, apart from food, we want to try and make everything as free as possible um, because we know families are under a lot of con- uh, financial constraints. Uh, we want to uh, not be so, uh, a charity who takes away, but instead blesses and gives um, as much as we can. Uh, so expect joy. Um, expect Jesus to be there. Expect family, and just expect to, to to leave the island changed. Yeah, and and is something on a Sunday morning as well. Yes, yeah, so we're looking to have a Sunday morning service. Um, we're looking to um, just bring the church together. Um, we'll have a worship. You know, have a, a great time of worship. We'll have a preacher down for that as well to share the word. Um, yeah, and and we'll just really. Uh, set the vision for the years to come. I mean, we're, we're not just planning for this year. We're planning for what is it in five years? How do you look in 10 years? You know, we, we've, we've got to be a charity who's forward thinking. Um, and 
and and again, that's uh, um, keeps coming up in our leadership meetings of how are we going to tackle this? How are we going to expand or follow where God's leading? Um, what we always got to try and humble ourselves is it's God's vision, and we're just lucky enough to be a part of that. Yeah. And the leadership challenges you found, Joe, so far? Oh, yeah, no. So, um, I mean, there's been plenty of attacks. I've had plenty myself. Um, for, obviously, when something big's happening, the enemy doesn't want it. Uh, we've got to be real that, you know, just like there's a God, you know, and Jesus, there is also an enemy, um, and he's looking to seek and destroy. Um, so we've had issues um, personally, um, insecurities, but then we've had big things to overcome in terms of, um, like our launch event, for example, getting things organized. Um, and, and I think just being able to, uh, at the moment, all the work we do is free. Uh, we're, we're, people are taking less hours at work to put in the hours for Lionheart. We're uh, accepting lesser roles so we can invest more time. You know, we're investing our own finances into this project because we believe it's what God is wanting for the island and, and for the country. So um, I think sometimes the, ma- the, the major leadership issues come with leading ourselves, um, come with um, uh, staying on the right path. And staying true to what God wants. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, God helping you, you're hoping to see people come to faith, people built up. Yeah. And, and you've got, obviously, a heart for, for those with mental health challenges too. Yeah. Yeah, no, a, a massive heart for um, uh, people going through that. Once I um, opened up about it, um, actually I have about three to four friends or five, I can't remember now, opened up to me about their mental health issues. And, and, and pressures, and I think this is something as, as, as churches and as Christians that we need to be open to discuss to allow things to come out. Um, and it can take time for non-Christians as well to, to find Christ when there's a lot of baggage in their past that needs to be dealt with. Um, so yeah, as Lionheart, you know, we, we have a lot of um, heart for really seeking the lost and the broken. Uh, so how can people learn more about your work, uh, Joe, and support you in your efforts? Yeah, there is many different ways you can get on board with this. So for starters, we have a website which is still under construction um, and will be updated very soon. We have a Facebook page where we post um, at least once or twice a week from. So even on that, that way, it's just give us a follow, uh, give us a like, and then share all of our posts. Just share out, uh, get the message out there. Uh, we have an Instagram as well, so give that one a follow. Um, if you're a band or you're a preacher or you're a church leader, uh, make contact. We just long to have uh, kingdom connections because, um, like we always say, we're not planning just for this year. We're planning for the years to come. Um, so people just to make contact with us, bands, you know, there's always uh, things to discuss. There's always things we can work together on. Um, and then really financially um, and prayer. So one major thing is prayer. We pray every day at five, between 5.30 and 6 um, for Lionheart. Um, so we're praying that God will move. And since that, we have seen barriers broken down, which is amazing. Uh, but financial giving, I know for a lot of people that times are tough, but I really feel God will lay on people's heart who he wants to give. Um, so please do make contact with us through the Facebook page 
or through my personal email account, Joseph Shermer at hotmail.co.uk or Joseph Shermer at Lionheart. Um, and yeah, I'll just uh, make contact and even just prayer of encouragement. Uh, sometimes just a word of encouragement will just change a moment, will just, uh, you know, will just um, ignite something. So yeah, that's, that's the main way you can get on board. But if you're close by and want to actually get involved and help, again, uh, through contacting us, we can discuss um, how that could happen, uh, what could um, what could take place. Uh, but we're just really open to, to to pretty much anything, to be honest. Fabulous. Well, thank you. Uh, time's defeated us, but it's lovely to chat with you, Joe. So thank you so much. No, thank you, Andy. Thank and, you. Um, and if you're wondering about the surname spelling, it's uh, Shermer is S H U R. M-E-R, so you can uh, uh, find Joe uh, via his email that he's given you or uh, via the Lionheart uh, website. Fabulous. Well, uh, look forward to seeing how, how God uses uh, all the, your, your efforts in his name, Joe. No, thank you. Bless you, Andy. Thank you. Uh, so this is Andy Peck thanking you for joining us. Uh, do check out the podcast online on Premier Radio, on iTunes or Podbean. Uh, and may God help you as you seek to lead in his name. And as we close the words of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthian church, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. God bless. Bye for now. You've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier. Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR, a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life. Contact him via email apeck at cwr.org.uk.